All right. Well, I mean, well the PO with your initials is perfect. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, have the honor and privilege today of speaking with our board chair, Stephen Mitzner, who is also an alum of the school. Uh, right before I started this podcast, he shared some suggestion with us, which I'll ask him to share again now. I just think it would be great if you had a nickname for your podcast as a host. A lot of people don't just have go by their full name, so I think maybe a, like a DJ P.O. Box for Paul Oberman could be perfect. Um, and, and because I'm sure you would love a lot of fan mail, it kind of works perfectly. Absolutely. Write, write me at P.O. Box, P.O. Box. Um, thank you. That's a great suggestion. So, so Stephen... Can you tell us from your time at Barron Academy, what is one of your favorite memories? Sure. Um, I, there is a ton. I mean, being in the school from kindergarten through 12th grade, you make a lot of great memories. Um, I'm trying to think my first favorite is probably I was playing dodgeball. It must have been this was back when we were on Brazewood. I was in second grade, and I hear a, uh, an announcement over the school loudspeaker, Steve, Mr., can you come to the office? And luckily, I knew that wasn't myself getting in trouble because my mom was due with my uh, sibling in the hospital. With uh, so I got the call oh, wow. to come to the office and uh, getting to hear that I had a baby brother, which I was very excited about because I, I love my sister, but at the time I did not want another one. <laughs> um, so I was very happy when uh, I got on the line and my dad was on the phone and told me that I had a little baby brother. So uh, that's kind of my earliest favorite memory. Uh, a couple other ones. I uh, was in Mrs. Dorn's first grade class, and she used to try on our shoes, and me and one other kid already had bigger feet than her in first grade, and I, wow. that to me was an insane <laughs> same thing. Um, the, uh, but just, uh, there's just so many different moments. It's such a great environment. Um, being on the basketball teams, which a lot of our kids still have an amazing memories from, and hopefully we'll once COVID's over, we'll have many more memories. Absolutely. Um, going to the Sarah Check tournament. Um, yeah, I. I, it, I it's just it's it's, it, it's a lot to name. I I, I should have probably pre prepared a little more, but there is just so many good times, and and it's more of a great feeling of nostalgia. Um, um, even if you can't necessarily pick so many pinpointed memories. Absolutely. Can you uh, confirm or deny the? Uh information that you had six dunks in high school that I have here in the history books? Uh, it was actually seven. Okay, apologies. Uh, apologies. I will make that correction uh, right yeah, away. Was, yeah. So, um, I, my, me and my 45-inch vertical. Um, <laughs> no, I actually had the, had the uh, distinguished honor of actually keeping the book as well as getting to play. I didn't really play much until 12th grade, and and I think sometimes Coach Cole thought I was more valuable keeping the stats <laughs> than getting in the game, which what? he was probably right on. I put, kept some pretty good stats for our team. I mean, I don't think anybody else has really kept rebounds until they got the new technology that does it automatically for you. Um, That's but, great. Uh, that, that, it was just a, a, a lot of fun. Well, if you kept the stats, that explains why the stats have you with six dunks, I suppose. <laughs> so what what made you decide to take on the challenge as an adult of becoming the board chair? Um, uh, after going through the school and then deciding to move back to Houston after 
gra- finishing up graduate school and getting married, I knew that I wanted to give my children the same type of education that I received, um, as well as strongly believe in modern Orthodox education and modern Orthodoxy, and and knew that getting involved in the school, I uh, started first on the board, then moved to the executive board um, for a few years, and now being the board chair, um, it's something as an alum, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I'm also able to give back for everything the school gave me, um, and and just making sure we have a strong school moving forward so that my, my son, who's now in EC3, will be able to go all the way through through 12th grade and hopefully one day uh, have the, the ability, if he's living Houston, for his kids to attend the school. So uh, um, to me, it's, it's, it's the ability to pay it forward as well as how much I believe in the school of mission and in, and in just the environment of what we're creating for our children and for um, the entire Houston Jewish community. Wow, that is that is a beautiful, and I'll say amen to all all of the above. Um, what what's one of your favorite things about Baron Academy in its current incarnation with your son Gabe attending? Um, I think one of the, my favorite current things um, is just watching the joy of learning uh, both secular and Judaic, like for the first time, seeing it through his eyes. There was a great video last year of him in Maura Estra's class, and for Tubi Shvat, all of them were wearing like crowns, and they were dancing around the tree, and just the smile and joy that you see on your child's face when they're at school, um, learning um, both Judaic and secular concepts, uh, and, and steam, something we never got to have back when uh, I was going through the school and seeing what he has now. Uh, with the engineering and the mathematics, even at that young of an age, getting them ready to for the future of whatever the world brings them, and and, and just seeing how happy um, he is on a daily basis. Um, so I, I think the the care and love that the school gives to these kids is kind of what I love in its current its current in, uh, its current state. Beautiful, thank you. I do that all the time, by the way can't think of a word so I just changed the sentence a little yeah. bit <laughs> um did you have a favorite teacher or do you have a favorite teacher yeah, I, was going for iteration. Now, I have I was going for iteration I'm just couldn't <laughs> I'm having a teacher 34 years old it's a little scary and I think when I said incarnation maybe mixing those two words got very confusing um do you have a favorite teacher from your time here at Barron Academy yeah well they were all great and I have amazing memories of Javari Ehrlichman teaching Hebrew and and being with Coach Cole and learning about uh, the value of teamwork on the basketball team. And um, my favorite teacher, though, is probably having Mrs. Lieberman, um, her sixth and eighth grade history class. Um, and just, I mean, I, I luckily I get to still see her, or I got, I got to see her before COVID in synagogue a lot. Um, but getting to, even as an adult, just she's just a sweetheart of a lady. Um, playing trivia in her class literally kept my passion for trivia up. I got to be on Sports Jeopardy, and I owe a lot of that, I think, to her feeling that that thirst for knowledge, both in history and and just of all kind of tri- trivia facts. Um, and really loved her class and loved how she taught history and. Uh, I ended up being a history major in college, so I, I 
I think her with a lot of kind of what I went on and fueled my passion for. So I think that's um, I, th- I think that's beautiful, and I know how much of an impact it has on us as teachers when we hear from former students. So I know how meaningful your words are. Uh, do you have any any messages or words for the current staff at Varian Academy? Yeah, um, I just want to first just tell them to thank you. Uh, going through COVID, dealing in such, I mean, they do an incredible job even when it's not COVID, but multiply COVID onto all of the other roles our teachers have. And literally they're one of the most important aspects of our school, if not the most important aspect of our school, because without them, our children are not getting the education. They are not getting the love and the affection. And I, I just tell them to stay strong through all this. Hopefully their jobs get easier again once COVID is over. A teacher's job is never easy, but when you have COVID on top of it, it only makes it more difficult. I have a sister-in-law who's a first-degree Judaic teacher, and she tells me about what she's struggling with, with having to deal with COVID, and the fact that they are still able to overcome and make our kids get the level of education that they are receiving is really a credit to them, and just want to tell them thank you for all that they do. I agree with you 100%. The the teachers are by far our most important asset, and they are incredible here at Barron Academy. Um, To wrap it all up, let me ask you this. Do you have a particular goal or desired impact as a as the board chair? And any any parting words for us here? Sure. Um, well, first, I want to thank you for having me on the podcast. I think it's a great idea and uh, another great way to connect with people. Um, as the board chair, I, I literally our goal of the board is to make sure the school is in a healthy especially fiscally, but also in terms of enrollment and making sure that the Barron Academy is in a strong place for the next year, five years, ten years, and hopefully we just had our 50th anniversary next 50 years. Um, It's just my goal to keep kind of strengthen our relationships, strengthen, um, get our name out there within our community to try to get more kids and to see the value we provide and how a modern Orthodox education is something that can be not just for people who are modern orthodox but for people across the entire jewish spectrum i I was very fortunate in my graduating class to have kids who were from reform and and then kids who literally went to some of the most religious and studious yeshivas in israel um on the right it's an amazing place that people from across the judaic spectrum can get an amazing modern orthodox education and and the value of the Barron academy in the houston community and even on the national community i mean we made national news when we our basketball team refused to play on shabbos i mean our coach was interviewed on espn i mean we make a national kiddush hashem impact at our school um in the past and in the future and and we're and we are very well known and we have to make sure that we keep that legacy strong for the next 50 years. So 100%. to keep Barron Academy growing and keep Barron Academy strong and for everybody to do their part however they can to help ensure to join me in helping keep Barron Academy as strong as it's ever been and continue to be as strong as it ever will be. So, so thank um, you. that's I... kind of my goal as board chair. Thank you. And you gave me a good idea for another podcast about the, that, that special year in basketball. I wasn't here then, but I've heard so many amazing stories. 
And I just want to thank you. Obviously, the the Baron name and the Mitzner name are both so critical here at Baron Academy and here in Houston, in the Houston Jewish community. So thank you for all that you do to make our school special. And thank you for spending the time with us today. It's my pleasure. And thanks for all the hard work you do in ensuring the school. Uh, it's, again, you need both. You need the lay leadership and you need and you need the and, and the staff to ensure that a school is as strong as it can be. So thank you and your entire team, your your administration, uh, your principals, and and the entire staff that keeps their, our school as strong as it is and uh, and strong going forward. So thank all you. the best and thank you for having me on. Thank you, and I agree with you. It's all about the team. Thanks so much, and have a great day. You too.